Because I, I think we didn't we say like our last episode was like one of our best because we were super real with it. Yeah, it was. Yeah, it was really. That was probably the best. I think we had some gems in the early part of the season, but yeah, I think it was. What about the complex con one? The complex con. It was me a giant rat. It's all good, man. Like I don't. It's good. This like, this whole thing is a learning process, and right. like, I think we've learned that. Oh yeah, we have like a better look at it now. We're like, oh yeah. Well, because we know our voice. Yeah. I think yeah. By the end of when you get to episode ten, you're like, oh, we we know what we're talking about. Mm-hmm. This is like this is where our lane is metaphorically, I guess. Right. What's up, everybody? This is uh, season two, episode one of the Difficult to Please podcast. Yep. What? Yeah, I know. We're back, man. This is Erwin. And JV. So, um, shit. There's a lot to catch up. I mean, yeah. December, right? It was the last yeah, so time we had, so five months five off. Five months in. We were supposed to actually start it earlier, but then adulting happened. Bro, you already know, like... Um, I have a wedding coming up and planning that too. Yeah. So, I remember yeah. I was actually trying to push Erwin like a lot earlier. I'm like, yo, you do this? I'm like, yeah. And I had no results for like a while. <laughs> I like, I kept prodding you for a bit, man. No, it was, like, it was a solid three months of prodding. Yeah. Cause I was like, no, I, I you know. You want to get into this? And you're like, oh yeah, 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 yeah. I'm like, sick. Then well, I'll be waiting. I, I will <laughs> say this. I, in February, me and Rona went to Hawaii to check right. out venues and stuff. Right? That was all right. That was, and that was I made like made sure that the flight there. I had I thought about all the difficult to please stuff right then because <laughs> I'm like, oh shit, you know, like. But yeah, so that's yeah, that was like three months ago for sure. But then yeah, I knew you were busy too because you're like, oh yeah, I'm gonna have a second job for the wedding. Yeah. So if you see me around town. Hit him up at uh, Irwin. Just look for <laughs> no, a dude. Don't. You know what's funny though? Stacy was my writer the other day. What? So yeah, Stacy. Not gonna say her last name, but Stacy was my writer the oh, other what? day. Or you're just like, oh hey. Well, it was funny too because like when because uh, like when you know when you get a driver and stuff, right? Mm-hmm. Like their face pops up on the app. Did she choose you? Like no, I just was in the area where mm-hmm. she had uh, requested, and then. She hit up Ray. I was like, yo, did you know this? <laughs> <laughs> you know, Irwin's also yo. an Uber driver, too. Yeah, nah, it's just hustle. Hustle game, you know what it is. Yeah, sure. But then, like, I was thinking, like... What's up? Do you feel like that's what everyone's kind of, like, going toward now? Because a long time ago, you, you you told me this. You told me that with our group of friends, our jobs don't define us. Oh, right, yeah. Right. So I'm wondering, like, and I'm always hearing about, like, side hustles and whatnot, and mm-hmm. and I'm thinking, like, is is that the thing now? Like, are we all, like, is our generation, like, the generation of, like, side hustlers, or in the here on out, it's going to be, like, a bunch of hus- side hustlers? I, th- I think so. I think that um, the way that economy is set up right now, it's, it's, A, it's easy to get into. It's not like... Like I, I didn't have to wait long to to be a Lyft driver, so it's easier to get into and 
and then just the way that stagnant wages are mm-hmm. i think for entry level jobs it was always like you know for me to uh hold down this job the current job i have my nine to five mm-hmm. that took me what about an extra two years of having experience before land you know and being involved in other um areas of work and expertise to get my job you know that was i was 28 when i got like was it mm-hmm. yeah i was 28 when i got right. that job dude like mm-hmm. i was like six years out of college and i was already like this whole like stress of post-college and figuring my life out like but i mean for this so for this generation and and people graduating now i know it's graduation season around around town and, yeah almost yeah next month well, no, because oh, like, this month too. Yeah, because yeah, like yeah. state already graduated, had their ceremonies last weekend. Oh, word. Yeah, and their finals ended all that. So I know that. Congratulations. Yeah, and then that UC is coming up too. So. Mm-hmm. And the high schools are coming up. Yeah, yeah. So that's why it's like I think now for those folks who are graduating, it's it's more I think a hustle. I think there's going to be a lot more hustle involved because mm-hmm. of stagnant wages and and the the supply of jobs out there. Mm-hmm. And what's going to be crazy is that they're going to enter a workforce knowing this. I mean, this is going to be a part of them. So they're not going to really be affected by it, I feel like. They're going to be like, oh, yeah, I just need to do this, this, and this to get by kind of thing. Like, that's their mentality already. Like, for us, it's kind of like, oh, after college, we're going to get a job. But we were, like, broken by that. Like, no, oh, no, we got to do more now. No, and that's why I was, like, a, I was a barista for a really long time, man. Yeah. Like, I was a barista in college and then... While I was looking for another job or full-time work, I was a barista again. So <laughs> you got to do what you got to do to, 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 to make ends meet. And, and, you know, Starbucks was uh, mad cool, too. So mm-hmm. It's a good place to work at. Yeah. Work there if I yeah, to. I got vision through through Starbucks. I got health. Uh, you know, I was only working 20, 25 hours, a, you know, a, a week. Michelle. So it was nice to have. Hell, yeah. And that's like the topic we want to talk about today is uh, <laughs> kind of like trade-offs. You know? Great segue. I know. I, I was like planning that in my head meticulously. You're like, how the fuck are you going to get there? Yeah. Am I just going to drop it or <laughs> what? <laughs> just kidding. Nah. But uh, yeah, the topic today we want to talk about is like trade-offs. And the um, fact that uh, there are kind of like three stages in your life, right? Like, So the three factors are like time, mm-hmm. money. And what I say was the third one, time, money, and... Energy. Energy, right. So when you're young, you have energy and you have time, but you got no money. And when you get a little bit older, you have money and energy, but you don't got time, which is kind of like what we are going through right now. Mm-hmm. And then when, when you're older, you have time and money, but no energy. Well, hopefully. Hopefully. <laughs> right? Because it's like... Unless you're super athletic. Unless, you... unless, or it's like you're just super broke the entire life. <laughs> <laughs> I guess yeah. right right um or yeah I mean there's obviously the possibility of you just not an energetic person <laughs> I know you or, be just like or, or you're just always busy <laughs> you could just be Daria the whole time I, yeah <laughs> but I mean like it, there, I feel like in any stage of life there's always like like that triangle right right it and it's a be. matter of like pick two right like which is which is the one you want to value the most right and the trade-offs yeah and i mean shit now i mean in in my 30s yeah i don't have much i feel like i don't have much time or time just uh what is it 
it just, I don't want to say slips away, but it's like um, more finite, I guess. I guess, yeah. Yeah, I guess yeah. that's the word. There's yeah, finite. 24 hours in the day. Like, this shit, man. Like, I can't be up till two o'clock in the morning right. how I used to be. Or like, I, you know, when I was 20 something, I felt more creative between 10 p.m. and like 4 a.m. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I, no, I wouldn't do 4 a.m. on a daily or, you know, for me, it was more like 1 a.m., 2, p- right. 2 a.m., right? Mm-hmm. But now it's like, I can't, like, I'm fucking tired, bro. I work a nine to five. Like, I get up a at lot of time. Six. We're doing difficult right. plays. We're trying mm-hmm. to do this. And it's like, take it consumes a lot of our time. Yes. Right. So I'm like, we can't have it at all. Like, we can't go to work, school, pursue, maybe you can pursue art and whatnot. You you mm-hmm. feel like if you do all that once you're kind of you have to sacrifice something right? Yeah, for right? sure. Like whether it's social life or if you want your social life, then you're putting this to the side or something like that, right? Yeah. So I think right now in the 30s, it, there's you. I've come to the realization that there's a sacrifice, right? There's right. something that's gonna drop off mm-hmm. for sure. Mm-hmm. And you know, part of it is the social life, and I guess that comes along with you know getting older. And I wish something that I would tell myself when I was you know twenty early twenties is that the circle of friends of you have it's like it's gonna get continue to get smaller until like it, there's a a good amount of people that you are confident hanging out with, and you know they they know your circumstances that you can't come out all the time and all that, and they're cool with that. Or mm. like they'll they'll keep inviting you to things and stuff like that. Hmm. Um, because it's like, dude, like right now, you know, for me, example, for an, yeah, right now for me as an example, like I come home most of the time at like nine, ten o'clock at night because I work my second job, right? Mm-hmm. Or I have other things planned, or I I have other commitments that require my time right. away from home. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, like I I barely hang, I barely see Rona. So. Like people think I'm doing nothing, but I'm pretty damn busy with other things and other commitments and whatnot. Yeah, and then actually, I, people that's always a damn think, lie. People that's always a, think you're traveling, JV. Just know that. Oh, that's they're like, oh, where's JV now? Every time I see the boys and shit, they're like, hey, where's JV? Is he traveling again? And I'm like, uh. I don't think so. <laughs> it's called invite me, motherfuckers. But then I know that's my, kind of my fault too because I, like I don't read the group. It's all good. It, it's I all don't good, read the man. group me as much. Also, I got a new phone, so I don't have group me anymore. <laughs> all by myself. It's all good, man. That's how you roll. I think. I think it's fine to embrace. Like you're just like free. Yeah, dude. <laughs> No, because I'm like I'm like looking at all these pictures too, and like everyone's kind of doing like cool shit now, but they're all kind of doing their own thing at the same time. Yeah, which is hilarious. I, well, I, not hilarious, but yeah, it's, it's pretty cool. Yeah, what I think is different now is that you know a lot of our friends are you know they're getting married, they're having kids, or they're having multiple kids at this point. So it's a lot of like people are starting to have families and shit like that. Mm-hmm. And what's weird to me was that like. I thought I was gonna have you know be married, have kids, have a mortgage by like twenty five, mm-hmm. and then I'm like, nah, nah, dude, no man, <laughs> like reality sucks. <laughs> like, you know that that's what my thought was when I was you know a teenager, right? Mm-hmm. I was like by by like maybe fifteen, sixteen. I was like, yeah, you know, in in ten years, I'm gonna have, you know, I'm gonna balling. I'm be I'm be all right. I thought I had you know, so much going for me as a, as a teenager and I was going to be all right. Then it's like, 
reality, you know, started settling in after fucking college. And it's like, this shit, you know. And a financial crisis. What the fuck, bro? Like, I'm not going to, you know, make that money. And I think, I think if I were to tell myself, you know, it's like, yo, relax, man. Like, everything's going to be all right. Even if, it, you know, you're going to get married at 30, you know, 30 something. It's fine, dude. But I know my stubborn ass 20-something would have been like, shut up, old man. <laughs> like, no. Is that how you kind of like, when we were younger, is that kind of how you looked at like the older like folks sometimes? Like when they would tell us something, we'd kind of be like, huh. I good. <laughs> I will, like, if it was a family member or not maybe not a family member, but like. I'm saying like I, someone from like the camp. No, yeah, exactly. If it was someone who was maybe like 10 years older and like was like you know like an older cousin type um i didn't i didn't have an older brother but like you know friends older brothers and mm-hmm. shit like that if they said something i i would take a little bit more weight into that but still i'll be like i would be in mad disbelief or i would like be just ignorant and be like no nah, it's ignorant. that's not gonna happen to me man yeah it's, it's or no i got this or you know shit like that mm-hmm. so yeah yeah, because remember, I remember when we were doing RD. Yeah, it was we had like the energy and time for that shit, man. We were always like updating oh, each other. Oh, yeah, stuff like for that. sure, man. Every day, but we had like no money about it. It was like a pain for us to like pull up. I don't even know how much our first line was like three hundred, four hundred dollars. Yeah, it was that was like you know a paycheck or two. Yeah, and that was like a struggle for us. We were so felt so accomplished after that. No, and, and that's cool. It's like when you when you have an idea and you bring it to life. Mm-hmm. For, of course, that shit is like exciting. It gives you that energy, right? But you know, it's that capital, right? Do to, you think to get it off the ground? I'm just curious. Do you think it's easier now for like people to start making shit because there's so much like direct. Or garment or ink to garment. There, I think on the technical side and the production side, there's a, a lot more tech uh-huh. um, to move the process along. But I mean, have you have you heard about drop shipping? The fuck is that? Or like, not maybe not drop shipping, but it's uh or or Dropbox? stuff stuff like I'm rather not not drop shipping. Maybe we save that for another episode. But like Shopify. And like, oh word yeah yeah, yeah. yeah so it's like yeah so people will make a like an instagram brand and then instead of um buying you know prepaying for a bunch of inventory mm-hmm. right so it's like you it's like the red bubble shit right so you and then they will print your designs or whatever so you you set the markup and all you have to pay is the third party and they'll fucking do one-offs mm-hmm which is mad easier versus doing like a 50 print shirt, right? right. 50, like the minimum or it's like, oh, yeah, you have print. minimum order of like, you know, you have to do 50 shirts for the screen print because it's like 500 bucks or whatever. But they kind of like charge too. They kind of charge pretty high too though, right? Yeah, but it's also, it's just also easier to... to Because you don't have to deal with the middleman. Yeah, yeah, you don't have to deal with inventory. Right. And you're just like, oh, I, I have the shirt. Just like go through my fucking Shopify, my my red bubble and then you know the third party will take care of it the rest of the way and then you get your shirt at the end and i get the you know whatever cash mm-hmm. yeah there, obviously there is a cut but mm-hmm. it's better i think than stock uh stock sitting finding people yeah finding people but also that that stuff like i think 
when you have a lot of followers or if you have a really strong brand, uh-huh. it's like that's easy money, right? That is easy money. Yeah. Like if 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 difficult to please had X amount of followers or oh. like in listeners, right? Mm-hmm. You can we can drop merch and then we can make some you know money back, right? Gang, that's how you make and money. That's how it. we're gonna make money. Yeah. Off t-shirts again. <laughs> Off t-shirts again. <laughs> Ten like, years later. You know what? I still have like RD stuck somewhere in my room. Uh, I I wouldn't doubt it. I have like one RD shirt, and I think the other one I had shrank. Word. My yeah. nephew still wears it, man. Well, it's good. faded, and it's not like that's it. cool, man. It, and then you get make have holes in it, and it's a Kanye shirt, right? Hell yeah! There you go, <laughs> Kanye. Whoop dee whoop. Fucking Kanye. That was a great waste of an instrumental song. (laughs) Holy shit, that beat was sick. I I feel like I'm being trolled by Kanye um, with all his shit and social media. Lately, right? I'm like, I know I'm being trolled, and then he's going to make a really good album. Oh, that'd be really well. But I don't know, because you know how, like, if you, like, I was listening to a podcast, it's uh, called Dissect, Mm -hmm. where. Um, each season they go track by track on an artist's album mm-hmm. and they, they talk a, like a lot of the context or like how this song is like produced, like the themes of the lyrics and shit like that. It's very mm-hmm. like uh, media criticism, which is cool. That's cool. Yeah. Um, but, um, so the season two was about, uh, my beautiful dark twisted fantasy which is a great album, yeah. It is the fucking best album. Like you think it's be- the best album? I think that's Kanye's best album. I've, I, I've cool. said this in season one, <laughs> but it's the best album. I still think College Dropout is the best season. No, I, I've listened to College Dropout, and then I'm like, yeah, this is a good album. And then I listened to Mar- My Beautiful Dark Twisted Fantasy after that. Like, shit, this is so good. Artistically, it's a better album. Oh, yeah, I know. And it's I, I keep I keep thinking about that College Dropout moment. I'm like, this was a good album, but yeah, my beautiful dark twisted fantasy was like the shit. That's his best album. You think this is a magnus opus of like? Yeah, that's like of who Kanye West is. Yeah, because if you thought, if you think about it, right? Because it was the 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 college, you know, trilogy or whatever, and then it was eight oh eights, and then it was my beautiful dark twisted fantasy. Like eight oh eights is garbage, but then mm. I think it's garbage. Like yeah. lyrically, it's garbage, obviously, and then like I didn't like any of his verses. Mm-hmm. Obviously, there were some cool beats or whatever but i just couldn't get into it mm-hmm. there was because it was whole like auto-tune and shit like that right but anyways so this podcast dissects it and he, he was saying how like that moment where he uh at the vmas when he what was it what the whole taylor swift shit mm-hmm. that moment afterwards that's like he, he wanted to seclusion right and then he you know that, that's where he went to hawaii and then he brought all the producers and made you know my beautiful dark twisted fantasy so oh, my man. prediction is that he's doing the same shit now. So this next album might be really good too. Hmm. Trade offs. That's a trade off. <laughs> That's a trade off. You go hella crazy. Someone's gonna call you out, and then you go into seclusion, and then you go like, "Fucking greatest work of all time." I mean, but he deserved that call out too. No, he didn't. He I went I, to TMZ. I, no. Straight up said it was a choice. It was that oh, shit was crazy. That too. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, oh. I yeah, I know what you're talking about. Oh, now. Man, I thought we were talking about 2009, but yeah, you're right. You're right. But, but yeah, but I'm just saying like that too. Like that's just like another thing. Now he's gonna come up with a crazier album now. <sighs> that's my theory, but obviously I'm not sure about it. 
And it's not. It's a, it's a theory. I don't know. Like, like Con- he needs like he needs like to charge that shit like Zangief, or not Zangief like fucking Chung Li. If you get the reference, I no. do get the reference, okay, but I'm I'm really thinking about like is he <laughs> is he gonna make a good album? I mean, I like I like the life of Pablo. Um, Another waste of a good instrumental album. I swear on that album, like him and like Kendrick, they wrote each other's lyrics. Just listen to Kendrick's verse on Life of Pablo and just like and okay. you listen to Kanye's. And okay. I swear those two like wrote for like like Kendrick wrote it and Kanye was like, Oh yeah, 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 let me use that one. <laughs> you can use my lyrics instead. Oh shit, now I have to go through, listen to it. Yeah, it should tell a funny because I'm like, that's Kendrick? And that's Kanye? What the fuck? You know what I was watching the other day, or not watching, but it showed up on my timeline, was that it's the 16th anniversary of uh, the clips dropping uh, Grindin'. Huh. I was like, 16 years? That's crazy. <laughs> that's why I thought I was like, holy shit. I'm getting older. It's one of those things again, right? Or Where things, you don't realize how far you are. Right. And then you're like, holy fuck, you're right. Yeah, yeah, that's true. Yeah, 2002, the clips. That was like the fight. That was the beat of the summer. Right. Oh, fuck. <laughs> 2002. <laughs> Shit. Shit, I'm going to fucking play like the clips underneath this whole fucking episode then. That'd be tight. Just on repeat. <laughs> <laughs> so when we talk about um, making time for ourselves, like, I think we can. I know we're always like really, really busy type of people, but we could definitely make time for ourselves. Um, sometimes I think we just do too much. I think that's what we, our generation does is that, you know, and even as creative people, we don't feel like we've done enough. That's why we're always so busy. And it kind of like translates to how we live our life. Like we're working, playing games, and kind of like just stuff to feel busy, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. But then, like when we talk about like, oh, I wish I did this more. Like I wish I painted more. I wish I wrote more. I wish, like, that's what I'm saying by trade offs. Is like we could sacrifice like some of that stuff to put time into um, making more out, of, or even even making more out of our day. Like, you play Overwatch, right? Yes. Do you feel like you could be doing something else other than that? There are things you can do um, for self-care, and I think we will touch upon this later this season. Is oh, that we're going to self-care? Yeah, I think. Oh it's, shit, that'd be sick. Yeah, yeah, that's what I'm saying. Is that like oh. there are things that you can do that you shouldn't be feel like, or yeah, things you can do and you shouldn't feel guilty. Like if you want to play video games to de-stress, or you know, if you want to watch a movie or whatever to to take care of yourself, make sure you mm-hmm. have your energy to deal with. You know the stuff you have to deal with right fine do don't feel guilty about it right um but you know there's always and this is the theme right there's always a fucking trade-off like there is a trade-off so that's like the message we really wanted to bring (laughs) along like i'm thinking about this now because my nephew's oh he's not graduating fucking never mind but his girlfriend's graduating so one of the things i really wanted like the stress is that you know you gotta think about like the choices you you make because sometimes you're not gonna have time for it in the future. So then, 
hustle now. So then, okay, so is that, so if, uh, I'm assuming you and your nephew are, personalities are different. Hell yeah. So what would you tell yourself 20, at, at 21, or with, with the, in terms of trade-offs, what would you tell yourself? In terms of trade-offs, because I didn't game when I was 20, actually, which is really weird. That is weird. Yeah, I only started gaming like four years ago again. Anyways, what I would tell myself is to be more focused on... I should have hustled harder. That's that's my thing. I should have hustled harder. But the trade-off was like I enjoyed life more. You yeah. know what I mean? Like yeah. I, I shouldn't have left Starbucks, to be honest. Because I got paid like a good amount to go to school. Yeah. To have like to have money because they paid really well for a union. Yeah. They did. Yeah. And then I had to like downgrade that shit. But if I didn't downgrade that shit, I wouldn't have met like some other people over there and probably wouldn't have been inspired to like gonna search school and vocational school and stuff like that. So yeah. That's, <laughs> yeah, that's the thing though. If I change one thing, I was like, fuck it's gonna change everything else about me. That's like the fucking Steinsgate shit, bro. No, season two's out right now. <laughs> Steinsgate Zero, check it out. Funimation. That's what I'm saying. It's like you you change bro. one thing, everything's gonna change, right? right? So yeah, this trade offs. Just like what you if really you were fucking about. the next Murakami? You know what I'm saying? Like yeah. If you like actually jumped on art more. Yeah. Or because like if you think about shit, uh, like you know some of the artist friends, like uh, I don't Andrew. Know, yeah. Right. That to where he's at now versus when he started. Right. It's different. Right. But that took, a, or you know, it took a long time for him to get to get there, and how much he's had to sacrifice for it. Yeah, too. and that's what I'm saying. It's like, shit. Everything you do is gonna take sacrifice, and I think, I think if I were to tell myself at 21, is that? Oh yeah, what would you do at 21? Well, <laughs> since I was supposed to ask that question, no, it's all week. good, man. Like, uh, <laughs> shit. I definitely was not partying, but I feel like yeah, you can't even drink alcohol. I I could I still can't hold my liquor. What are you talking about? Fuck. But you and Rhonda just went to like dinner at like that one fancy ass bar. Oh, DTC. raised by wolves. Hell yeah. Dope spot, by the way. Um, no, at twenty one, I think, and I should have. I would have told myself rather to do more creative work. Right. Um, to do stuff I wanted to do. I think I was doing more flyers for other people or mm -hmm. uh, other organizations, but I wasn't really working on the stuff that I, I kind of wish I took upon. Mm -hmm. And I think that would have like, you know, that would have helped me, I think at this point to, to venture into like my graphic design style and just my whole aesthetic and shit like that. So it is what it is, but otherwise I wouldn't, if that's how I would have approached it or told myself to approach it. But yeah, like you say, it's like Steinsgate or like I, you know, we just mentioned. You change one thing. And fucking change one thing, you change the whole fucking situation, right? Right. So, I mean, that it is what it is, man. Like, I'm happy, you know, I'm totally happy where I'm at right now. But obviously, if I were to give myself advice 10 years ago, like, shit, hey, like. Try it. Just do, you know, just get, go, go harder, go all out, you know. Hustle, like you said. Hustle mm -hmm. if you can. Stay at home for a while and just hustle. Shit, I don't know about stay at home. <laughs> it's Fuck. It's tight. All right, conclusion. <laughs> All right, let's go. Outros. Outros. Yeah, because we couldn't find a good segue into it. There's a f we terrible segues this first episode of season two. Yeah, we're getting back into it, homies. We're getting back. Don't worry. 
to our like five listeners. <laughs> to you five, you guys are sick. <laughs> I hope we get more. But uh, yeah, so that's uh, maybe first episode trade offs. <laughs> Sounds like a speech. Wait, anywho, yeah. <laughs> but season two is gonna be pretty interesting because we're gonna try to get more guests in. Like we got a third mic, I think, right? Yeah. Oh, we do. I was trying to call uh, him. Shit, I thought we had. Well, we'll get a third mic. <laughs> Sick. Yeah, so we want to bring in other people who are um, also being 30s. Because this is funny because the reason why this brought up, I brought this up is because I talked to some of, like, some people at work. And, you know, they talk about, I'm like, do you like your 20s or your 30s more? She's already, like, I think she's almost 40. She is 40. Okay. And she's like, you know, 20s are sick, but... 30s are a lot more fun because you know what make, what what's fun for you. Mm-hmm. So that's why I'm pretty excited for my 30s. Like I used to like fear it. I'm like, oh no, I'm almost 30. Fuck, man, what's going on with my life? Because I thought I was going to do all my crazy shit when I was 20. Mm-hmm. No, I felt like hella dumb in my 20s. Like I'm, I'm like 18 with a car now. That's that. That's what my 20s were. Ah. And here's like thousand bucks spending how you will. I'm like fresh, fresh. Juice. <laughs> Fuck. On, oh my god. <laughs> what? You no, just joke? go. Just go. <laughs> just wrap this shit up. <laughs> yeah, season two is gonna be sick because we're gonna get a bunch of cool guests who also share our view about like what they said for in the twenties and thirties and um hopefully to get some insight to help you guys out, help us out. Well yeah. I think I think this season is going to be a lot more focused on, you know, uh, what we experienced through our 20s and what we're feeling in our 30s now and shit like that. So, right. yeah, there's going to be like, we're, we're going to have guests who know things in their specific field or have a, a point of view that we want to explore. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, it, it's going to be an interesting season. Uh, yeah, there's going to be homies. There's going to be people that we're going to invite and be like, have like a real like professional type shit. So, I mean, it is what it is. We're going to rock it out and fucking just be difficult to please hell yeah <laughs> peace <laughs> late <laughs>